Good morning, Tappers. Good morning, Tappers. <gasps> and welcome back to another episode of Crime on Tap. Now everybody, everybody, Megan is barely here with us today. She has recently just overcome COVID, Marie, and now she's got the little stomach bug. But I heard there was like a name for this. There's like a stomach bug that's been going around for like the last few months and there's a a name for it. So I wonder if you got that. I wonder if you got like a new little thing. Oh my God, of course. Well, it's like the masks (laughs) come off and then it's just... It just all yep. comes at once. Like, oh, you haven't been sick for two years? We're going to make you sick for the next two years. So. <laughs> Your immunity like. forgot how to fight viruses. <laughs> yeah. So it's like, give give me all of them. <laughs> give me everything. Well, Megan, I am glad you're here. The Tappers are glad you're here. We are back for another episode of Crime on Tap, another classic. And what's today? Is it Friday? Friday we're posting this one? Yes. Um, how, was, how was your week? Besides your little stomach bug, did you have a good week? Yeah, I mean, it flew by because I was in bed or on the couch <laughs> moaning, and then I went to work, so. Okay, but when you said stomach bug, I was like, oh, like, sometimes my stomach hurts too, but, like, you're, like, dry heaving and shit, like, is there anything coming out, or is it just, like, the, like, feeling that you gotta, like, puke? Yeah, it's like that feeling of, like, um, you know, when your mouth waters when it's about to get ready to puke. Oh yeah, and yeah. I like feel it like in my chest, you know. But oh, I haven't. I haven't. <laughs> I would rather puke than have that because that's the worst. Right. That's why I'm like I'd rather just puke and feel better. But I eventually, like, once I woke up, that feeling has gone away, and I haven't pooped yet. I'm just you know feeling kind of tired and blah now. Oh. So, um, have you tried a laxative? <laughs> I I'm shitting enough. I don't feel like I need to assist. Oh, I thought you said you haven't pooped yet. No, I'm po- um, having diarrheas. <laughs> oh my god! Okay, damn. Well, if you guys want to hear more about Megan's diarrheas, <laughs> head over to our Instagram at Crime on Tap Pod, and be sure to listen to us on all the major major streaming platforms: Spotify, Apple, the other ones. Leave us five stars. Help us out with the algorithm. We've been here for two years. I feel like we're veterans in the force here, and we still barely have thirty followers. <laughs> We are Anchor's most loyal ambassadors, I would say. This is what they do. They get you in and then like you can't leave because like what are we going to do? We we can't just leave now. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're our only source of income at the moment. So, <laughs> And we are helping them immensely. I'm sure they're getting a lot of promo from us. Let's kick it into gear. We got four hot topics to be talking about so how about we get into the poor before the four now let me guess you're taking your uh, metamucil no i'm just drinking water because i feel like anything else has like i haven't even drank coffee today which maybe is explaining the tiredness because i usually drink a lot mm. of coffee but just i'm like ugh, right now i never really <laughs> so. realized how addicted to coffee was until like a couple mornings i didn't drink it and then literally by 2 p.m i was taking a nap and I never yeah. take naps. So I'm like, mm-hmm. that's when I know, like, I need that coffee boost just to get through the day. Yeah, <laughs> I you am literally, dependent. literally need it. <laughs> yeah. Well, okay. You got your water. I got coffee, iced coffee. Can you guys hear it? But I got it. I got this mug, Megan. And it's one of our most coveted shows. 
um, that we're not so much into anymore, but we used to love it a lot. It's kind of how our friendship was based on. Do you know the show I'm talking about? Big Brother? Yes! Oh my god, look at what I thrifted. I thrifted this! Oh my god, is that like from the actual house? Well, CBS sells merch on the website. And this, I mean, if this was from the house, okay, I'm going to take it. But I think it was just sold from the CBS website. But isn't that so fun? Like, I'm walking over here like I'm a contestant. Oh my god, I love it. (laughs) So... (laughs) Patrick's always like, how come every time we get a new cup, you have to use it for like a month straight? So like I've used this for every beverage I've been drinking lately. So it's very exciting. It feels like new, like the coffee tastes better in there because it's a new cup. Yeah. So it doesn't have all the grime of the previous coffees. <laughs> mm-hmm. And yeah, so I got my iced coffee. That's what I'm drinking today. I need that little boost to get me through. I'm leaving for Florida. When this is posted, I'll already be in Florida. But I have to pack. I still have to do laundry. And our flight's at 6 a.m. tomorrow. So. <laughs> so you got to be at the airport at um, now. <laughs> right. I got to be there like in a couple hours. Yeah. yeah and I don't so. like this. Like my being, I don't really procrastinate things that much in life. Like I'm always ahead of schedule, always getting things done ahead of time. But with, when it comes to like packing, I don't know what it is. I just love the rush of doing it all last minute. Because then, otherwise, I him and ha. I'm like, oh, does this go with this outfit? And I try to, like, pair outfits together. And I'm like, I'm just, I don't do that. So I'm just going to throw things in a bag and then figure it out later. (laughs) But then you're going to forget something. I know. I could just buy it down there. (laughs) Yeah. For a million dollars. Yeah. Well, Megan, now that we have our beverageinos and um, we got to speed things up because I got to get packing. How about... We kick it into gear because hot toppies are here. <laughs> okay, Cardi. Cardi B. <laughs> yeah. Right? Isn't that what she does? Oh my God. You better wa- We're going to get copyright strike. <laughs> oh my God. Oh, sorry. Mm. She's going to sue us for like Tasha K. <laughs> and we ain't got the money. And we ain't got the money like Tasha does. Well, Tasha doesn't have it either, but we're even worse. <laughs> Exactly. Oh my god. We don't have that YouTube money. So Megan, do you want to start it off? Yeah, let's kick it into first gear here. First gear here. Um, so mine is this is like a saucy story. Okay. We saucy. We've talked about this before, how like when teachers when they're female teachers and a male student, it's like ooh, it's like ooh, dangerous. Like good for him. But then when it's like, you know, a male teacher and a female student, it's like, oh, he's a predator, you know. Yeah. So this is about Rebecca Kilps, um, who was a Ooh. Spanish teacher at Mrs. Kilps. Uh, she's a 34 year old Spanish teacher at Two Rivers High School. She, of course, has been let go. Uh, this is in Wisconsin um, because oh, she was. I was going to ask where it was. Oh, yeah, in Wisconsin. 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 <laughs> um, because she was engaged in sexual conduct with a 17 year old student so oh my gosh she missed it by a year i know she couldn't wait in i know <laughs> but um so actually the husband her husband had been suspicious she'd been suspicious and so he had suspected that she was having an affair so he went through her phone 
And it turns out, yes, she was having an affair, but it was with one of her students. And so it was like explicit text messages. They had had intercourse at her house twice. And (laughs) they were planning on running away together after he graduated. Oh, my God. So actually, like an anonymous source had called the police and tipped them off. And then the next day, the husband called the police and let them know. Oh. Um, and oh they my had god been together since october mm-hmm. and um, so she is going to be in court on july 22nd where a judge will determine if there's enough evidence um to proceed with a trial of you know child endangerment you know yeah. sex with a child that sort of stuff so i mean i feel like it's pretty cut and dry she said yeah i was having an affair here are the text messages like i feel like it's pretty cut and dry but yeah the receipts are there when it's like you know i don't think she's like a child predator if it's like when you're like 13 or 12 or like a a toddler i think that's like fucked up kind of shit but when it's like you're almost 18 like you're on like you're like you're cusping on 18 i don't know well it's like it's just weird how we've also assigned a a number that it's right. like really what is the difference between someone who's 17 years old and 364 days old right you now versus an 18 year old who you know that's what i always like, thought of it i'm like it's what what's the is there a switch that goes off that's like i am an adult i can make decisions on my own now or what mm-hmm. you know like, 17 to 18 is pretty close. That's what she probably said, too. It's like, it's like close enough, right? Close enough. But, but the law gonna, doesn't say close enough. We're going to wait till you graduated. <laughs> right. Well, I didn't think you were going to go into the story saying that she was married. I thought she was going to be, like, a single, you know, fresh out of college. And then she's hooking up with these, like, high school boys. How old was she? Do you know? 34. Oh, she was 34. Yeah, your 40s are the best years of your life, so hopefully she can just serve a little jail time, get it all past her, and then when she hits 40, you know, she's got a new life ahead of her. I feel like she's deaf. I feel like the fact that her husband called the police before talking to her, consulting her, or, like, just even confronting her, (laughs) I don't think that there's going to be a chance there for them to work it out. (laughs) That is true. Like, he didn't even try to talk to her about it. He just called the police. He immediately called yeah, because what if he was the kid was 18? Would he just call the police and be like, my wife's cheating on me? They're going to be like, no. <laughs> figure it out. Yeah, sorry, adult, adultery is not illegal. <laughs> I don't know. Can you have sex with your student if they're of age? I I, I feel like you can't. Because that would be like an abuse of power, conflict of interest sort of thing, right? That's true, yeah. Well, I was thinking that, but I didn't know if there's like any like concrete laws that even like maybe a college professor or something Cause I'm could be like sure, hooking up with students. I'm pretty sure you can't as a professor. Yeah. There's got to be something in the code of conduct or something in those books. Something you sign's got to say, like you can't have relations or something with a student. Yeah, you can't do relations. <laughs> yeah, no relations. It's somewhere in there, but nobody reads it. So <laughs> nobody yeah. knows. Well, well, hopefully this little Wisconsin girly, she can get her life figured out. Was there any repercussions to the child? Or, like, nothing was done to him? No, because he's a child, you know, so. 
Oh my god, he's like... probably telling the whole school about it. <laughs> well, he must have not if... Well, someone must have known because the day before was a tip about their relationship. So I wonder if it was like a girl that he was like going out with or something. And then he's like, no, I'm actually seeing Mrs. Kilp or something. <laughs> and she's like, well, I'm calling the police. <laughs> I wonder who tipped it off. That's interesting. I don't know, like, if I would get involved. Like, I don't think I would care enough to want to get involved like that. But somebody must have me. Yeah, he's got, they got to have like some kind of relationship with the child like an ex-girlfriend or something that found out or I don't know, a friend or like one of his guy friends who was maybe like pissed off at him or something. I don't know. Like, I don't know who would call in. Well, hopefully um, maybe she could be like a, a translator in prison. Oh yeah. Cause she's a Spanish teacher. Yeah. I'm, yeah. Yeah. There you go. You've got her. That's true. All right. So Sean, what's your story? What's your story? <laughs> All right. Into second gear here. All right. I don't know if you know this TV show. It's called Chris Lee Knows Best. <gasps> oh my God. I almost did this. Okay. So yes, I know exactly yes. what you're going to talk about. Yes. Oh, I grew up watching this show. I wasn't like one of my favorite shows, but it would be like, if it's on, I'll watch it and I'll be entertained mm-hmm. and like satisfied but i'm not like i'm dying for the new season you know like i just enjoyed watching it but they've todd chrisley and julie chrisley if you guys don't know who they are they're like these tv uh celebrities i don't even know what channel they're on they're on like a and e or something right yeah or like one of those like a and e or it's not tlc but it's kind of like that vibe yeah yeah oh my god yeah Maybe i don't Oxygen, know bravo one of those yeah it might be but it's just this family, like, goofy, quirky family. You know, it's just like a... They follow them with cameras and they just record their lives, whatever. And Todd Chrisley and Julie Chrisley are the parents and they got, like, three kids and, like, somebody's adopted. Something else is going on. I don't know. There's a lot going on in their lives. Mm-hmm. But they've been in some shit recently. And I think... I feel like they've been in the shit for, like, a while because I know this has been going on for some time. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but recently... They have just been found guilty of conspiracy to defraud banks out of more than $30 million in fraudulent loans. Now, all of this that's been happening um, with them was happening before they became TV stars. So um, not only Todd and Julie, but also their accountant, Peter Tarantino. And I'm like, oh my God, is he related to Quentin? (laughs) But (laughs) probably not. Um, all three of them in, have been found guilty in all these charges that are brought, being brought against them. Um, there's been several tax crimes, um, mainly against defrauding the IRS. And then Julie was also found guilty of wire fraud and obstruction of justice. Now, how they did it was, because I was like, okay, the headlines are just like, oh, they're they're defrauding the banks of more than $30 million. They could face prison time of 30 years, whatever. But I'm like, how the fuck do you do? Like, I don't even know how to do this. Like, this is something like Anna Delvey does. Like, I don't know how you just defraud banks and get loans for like cars and real estate. Like, I don't understand how this, I don't know how this gets past so many people, you know? But apparently before getting on the show or getting their show, they were able to obtain loans by submitting false bank statements, audit reports, and financial statements. Um, the money was then used to buy luxury cars, designer clothes, real estate, and travel, according to the Department of Justice. And then while they were earning millions of dollars on the reality show, um, along with their accountant, 
uh, they conspired to defraud the IRS and evade collection of delinquent taxes. So it looks like before they even like before they even had money, they were defrauding these banks with fake statements to get all these loans in which they use all that money to buy all this luxury items. And then they must have just flaunted it enough in order to get the TV show. Because, like, me and you, like, we just can't get a TV show. Like, it, you know, there's not much going yeah. on there. But if you've yeah. got, like, four G-Wagons sitting in the driveway, you got real estate, you got this whole, like, empire, then you could possibly get a TV show. So I wonder if that was their entire goal all along. Then why didn't they use the money they got from the TV show to then pay off all of their stuff and then it, like... I don't know. know. Then it would just go away. But they probably were addicted to the lifestyle. They're like, we need more, 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 more. Yeah, I think they got too greedy. But it's just crazy because, like, they've had so many seasons on that show. And now, like, this is all coming out against them. And they got, like, I mean, like, three or four kids. And now their parents are probably going to be serving time because they're facing up to 30 years. This isn't, like... 90 day probation period it's like serious jail time that they could be facing their sentencing is scheduled for october 6th so hopefully um on october 6th we can report back of what happened because <laughs> i'm curious to know and apparently their lawyers are all like the family's in distraught they're very unhappy with the the hearing and the result from the jury they're planning on appealing appealing the verdict which i've have you ever heard of an appeal like changing anything i never heard of an appeal going through (laughs) (laughs) not not unless there's like new evidence which happens very rarely i feel like yeah so we'll have to see what comes from them but maybe Mm -hmm. todd will finally come out in prison (laughs) oh my god i've always thought that i wasn't gonna say it but since you said it it's okay (laughs) right yeah i'm like how does that man have a wife and kids yeah so well and also didn't they his poor old mother didn't they involve her and like have her name on a bunch of stuff that she had no idea about too yeah i think so and like that bitch has been old since season one and she's still kicking oh my god i know she probably can't even read so they're just like sign this nana like (laughs) at this point yeah so we'll have to figure out what happens to them on october 6th but that's all I got for the Chrisleys now. It looks like their their show is done and there's an open time slot for whatever station they're on. <laughs> so I guess it turns out that they don't know best. <laughs> they, they really don't. But, um, all right, Megan. <laughs> all right. Kick into third. So third gear here. Um, I'm driving you all the way to Arizona. Oh, my God. Yeah. It's hot. So, it's hot there right now. It's like triple digits. Oh, I thought you meant hot as in, like, hot news, but you meant, like, actually, like, the temperature. Okay. So, there has been, I don't know how you pronounce this town, Temp, Tempe, 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 Arizona? It must, I've, I've, I know what you're talking about. I've seen it. I don't know how to say it. Yeah. Well, it's one of those. Um, Arizona. (laughs) So, there was uh, police officers that were questioning this um couple by the what's the body of water called hold on the article is loading okay so essentially what the story is okay it's um (laughs) so it was um the the female with him has not been publicized but the man um mr bickings um Mm. he was just being questioned for 
that doesn't say I'm wondering loitering, but he was like on a bench overlooking the lake. And so they began, which is customary, began to run his and his partner's names for like any warrants or, you know, outstanding things or whatever. So as they're doing that, the guy jumps into the river and he's like, Mm -hmm. I can't swim. I can't swim. I'm drowning. And they're like, "Um, I'm not jumping in after you. The police are like, I'm sorry, you're we're not helping you. And the his partner is screaming for them to help, but they what they did is they called the water rescue team. Can you tell that it's not loading? Um, <laughs> they called the water rescue team, and which they have a boat and they're on they're on the way. And he was like, "I'm drowning." Okay, so it was Tempe Town Lake. He ends up drowning, and there's footage, and he ends up drowning because he can't swim. So a lot of people are saying that the police should have done something while others are saying they don't have water rescue training. So if they jumped in after him, they probably would have drowned as well. They did what Mm. they were supposed to do by calling the water rescue team. Yeah. So right now the three officers have been put on leave. And so it's just kind of piggybacking off of the discussion of the shooting in Texas that a lot of people criticize the police for not taking immediate action against the shooter and stuff instead of just kind of waiting for him to be done. Um, yep. And so there's been a lot of talk about police liability and everything. And one lawyer has commented that legally the police don't actually have any obligation to help in any way. Huh. So it's more of a decision case by case. So yeah, it was very sad that the guy you know, jumped off the bridge and drowned in the in the town lake. However, they wouldn't face charges because of that. Because legally, they aren't responsible. Right. Well, I saw, like, the first part of the video, and the guy was, like, taunting them, like, on the other side of the bridge. And the policemen were like, you can't go in the lake. Like, you can't, you're not allowed to jump in the lake. Like, don't jump. And if the guy knew he couldn't swim, why would he why would he jump? Was he intoxicated? Like what was going on? Like Well, at that time they were running the their names for warrants, and I'm assuming he had a warrant. Oh and then he was, you know, being like, Oh, if I jump in and they save me, you know, then like if I jump in, you know, it's no longer about my warrant. Maybe it'll stop them from searching. I don't know. Right. Well, I get well. I don't know. This isn't like a little like pond. It was like, I don't know how much the police officers really could have done. I don't know if there was like an escape. Like they could have like dragged him to like a ladder. Like, I don't think there was even a ladder. I think it was like a cliff, like a little cliff where the guy like jumped in. And I don't know if there's any way of really getting out. And if he couldn't tread water. Well, I'm thinking like if I was a police officer and I can't swim, but none of my training involved having to swim. So if I was standing up there, I, I would be just as useless. So my best resort would be to call, you know, and now my job's on the line because I can't swim. <laughs> well, and also it's just this weird dichotomy of how we're, as a society, are very like anti-cop right now. But at the same time, we're expecting them to be like these, you know, fairy tale superheroes and right. save the day. Meanwhile, 
we we are reviled by them or whatever so it's yeah. just really interesting these instances and i think it's interesting to talk about kind of like what our expectations are what the actual law is because it's no longer like oh we're watching like a fun a, a kid's show and you know the police officer saves the freaking cat from the tree or whatever like yeah we can't keep perpetuating these unrealistic expectations because at yeah. the end of the day everyone is 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 a person like it's not like aquaman is jason momoa is actually <laughs> one of, one of the police officers in going go in and save them like right that he was a grown man can you imagine you trying to swim and then rescue a grown man with his complete weight because he's unable to tread water so that's right. what 250 pounds you're 150 pounds like <laughs> Yeah, and he you was know? already not cooperating, already not following like orders, and like this isn't like a body of water where you're like allowed to jump in. So you know, like then I would have to go in and save him, already knowing he wasn't cooperating. You know, I could get in the water; he could try to drown me with him. You know, there's just so much risk involved with this that it's just like, who wants to be a cop these days? <laughs> not me. Well. I and it's like also it wasn't like he was trying you know to commit suicide or anything right or like it, he purposefully was fleeing right so that too is it like would they then be pursuing a a flee like it's just yeah it's very complicated so no. just yeah well just i think important things to have in the con the social conscience i guess this is a pretty recent story too right like there's not much info out about it yet so i think once we hear right. more about it we can better form like a proper opinion of like were their actions justified was there more things they could have done like i think that's what we need to know before we're like cops are bad or cops are good <laughs> mm-hmm. well and also when i first heard it i didn't hear anything about i thought it was just a man that had an accident and fell over that's what i thought to help him but i did but once i started reading more about it did i realize that he was actually like being questioned and they also said the police officer said he was free to walk at any time we weren't holding him on anything right you know we were just inquiring and we were running their names mm-hmm. and he was free to leave at any time and he chose to leave over the railing <laughs> Yeah, because all the headlines I see are like, cops allow man to drown in front of them, all recorded on video. And it's just like, all these headlines are geared towards making cops seem like monsters. Until you read the fucking article, you know, you, you don't... And it's like, this man jumped in here to run away from them. Right. And the cops aren't trained in water. They had call- they called for help. It wasn't like they weren't helping and they weren't... Do, you know they did what they were trained what they're trained to do with a water rescue is to call water rescue right we learned what the coast guard does is the coast guard or where's the navy where's so <laughs> we learned <laughs> yeah. our military branches like someone in the water should have been there <laughs> yeah the, the water guys the water types yeah the water pokemon <laughs> types that's who should have been there yeah, yeah the police the police are earth rock types no, yeah <laughs> rock types. But that's an interesting story so, to bring up because I think yeah. this situation is a little bit different than the Uvalde, Texas one. Because like I think those cops were like they could have done a lot more than they than they did, you know. Like I think those mm-hmm. that's a definition of like a bad cop. But these guys, like I don't know, this is like a sticky situation that they're getting stuck into. 
Yeah, it's really, it's like, it can't be one size fits all. It's really case by case. So, yeah, you know, yeah. it's like, who are we to say? Right. Well, yeah. once we find out more, I think we can have this open for an update episode, Megan. So we'll put it in the little archive for now. Okay. Okay. So I'm taking this across, um, across the Tempe Lake in Arizona into uh, mm-hmm. Maryland. Is that across the pond? um it's across many ponds coast yeah (laughs) well we do have to cross a couple ponds to get to maryland from arizona so i'm going to claim that that's valid okay okay (laughs) but this story just happened recently it just happened today wednesday we're recording this it just happened there was an attack on one of our u.s supreme court justices brett kavanaugh he was just recently not attacked but he was almost killed Hold on, I need to I need the truger. Like assassination? I haven't heard this yet. Oh my god, it's a hot story. I'm talking about it right now. It just came out. So today, Wednesday, um, a California man armed with a gun, knife, and various tools was arrested early morning near Brett Kavanaugh Caviar Kavanaugh's house in Maryland. Um, he, and he is currently being charged with attempted murder. His name is Nicholas John Rosk. Um, and he is 26 years old. So apparently, okay, I don't know how court justices work, but on the morning of, well, this happened really early this morning, it happened at 1 a.m. The article goes on to say that U.S. deputy marshals reported seeing a person dressed in all black clothing and carrying a backpack in a suitcase get out of a taxi out in front of uh, Brett Kavanaugh's, Kavanaugh's house. So I'm like, how do they, do they have a secret service? Do they have, do the justices have security all times around them? Like, I don't know how that works for them. I mean, I feel like they probably have to, especially right now with like the Roe v. Wade going on. There's a lot of tension. I wouldn't be surprised if they beefed up mm. security. Okay, that makes sense because this has, this involves Roe v. Wade. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, I figured. <laughs> yeah, that's my guess. So, um... Apparently, uh, Nicholas made eye contact, direct eye contact with the two marshals after stepping out, stepping out of the taxi, looked at them, and then turned down the street and started walking. And I guess the marshals, they didn't do anything. They just kind of were like, oh, that's odd. He's got a suitcase and a backpack, and he's wearing all black at 1 a.m. I guess we just won't do anything. And he's looking, he's looking right at us. Right. <laughs> but a little after that happened... The Montgomery County Emergency Communications Center, who knew that was a thing, received a phone call from Nicholas saying he was having suicidal thoughts and had a firearm in his suitcase. And he also told the operator that he had come to Cali to kill, or he had come from California to kill a specific U.S. Supreme Court justice. So immediately after that was said, police arrived and they snatched him up. So they got him. Before he could do any harm or any damage to mm-hmm. Brett Kavanaugh, his family, or whatever. Um, and this is at 1 a.m. So, like, I don't know about you, but my ass is sleeping. So, if something were to happen, I'd be dead. <laughs> I'm going to see a yeah, cowboy. I, I'd, be, I'd be like, don't wake me up. Oh, my God. If I'm more of So, after he was arrested, uh, Nicholas, like, did a tell-all to the police. Like, I don't know what they got, said to get all this information out of him, but they got it. Um, in his backpack, in his suitcase, was a list of items that he had. He had a black tactical chest rig, a tactical knife, a Glock 17 pistol with two magazines and ammunition. 
He had pepper spray. He had zip ties. He had a hammer. He has a screwdriver. He also had a nail punch. That one's interesting. <laughs> he had a crowbar, uh, a pistol light, which is necessary. If he's going to do this at 1 a.m., he needs to have a light for his pistol. Um, duct tape, and then also hiking boots. So, I mean, he's got it all. This is like the making of a murderer right here. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> that must have been a big-ass bag. I, I know. I mean, he had that suitcase and backpack. But my my thing is, like, if he traveled from California and then he showed up in a taxi... Did he buy all of this in California or he, did he acquire this in Maryland when he got here? <laughs> or Because there's no way that that would have passed through yeah. security. Oh, well, I guess you can bring, you can bring guns on the airplane. You just got to check the bag, but still. So if anything did happen, he probably would have very easily been found. Right. Through like, oh yeah, the, oh yeah, he was shot with this gun. Well, this guy, you know. Just bought it <laughs> Just or landed with. Oh, yeah. yeah. Just landed with it. Um, yeah. So upon the police taking him in, he was, he mentioned, he mentioned that he was upset with the recent leak of the opinions of the Supreme Court justices about the decision on Roe v. Wade. And then also he said he was upset about the Uvalde, Texas shooting. He stated that he began thinking about how to give his life a purpose and decided that he would kill the Supreme Court justice after finding the justices, um, address in maryland on the internet which is crazy like that shit's just out there on the internet zillow you could see who's owned the house before and stuff that's true yeah so um he further indicated that he had purchased the glock pistol and other items for the purpose of breaking into his residence and killing um the justice as well as harming himself so currently right now nicholas is being charged with attempted murder of a Supreme Court justice, which I don't know what that charge is, but it cannot be light. <laughs> no. Uh, oh, I, I'm going to tell you right now. The charge is up to 20 years in jail in federal prison. And yeah, I mean, that's the whole story. He came out and said that like, he was so upset with the, the potential decision on Roe v. Wade that he was willing to kill one of the Supreme Court justices. And the Biden administration, her that spokeswoman, that new girl, she came out and they were like, What's the word when you disavow it or something? I don't know. Condemn. Condemn. Yeah, they condemned it, whatever. Because, yeah, granted, you can't just come out and make claims you're going to kill a Supreme Court justice. No matter what party they're on, you know, you just can't be doing that shit. But, like, I feel like this is the closest we've gotten to, like, an assassination of, like, a top key figure in the government. Well, I mean, he turned himself in, so I wouldn't say he got very close. Well, that's true. I guess, well, he did get into, into the neighborhood, I guess. But like, yeah, he got in the neighborhood. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know if he, because he literally called it in himself. So like, he was like, mm-hmm. I'm going to do this. Like, he didn't have to do that. He could have just done it. But like, I don't know. Is there security? Like, would he have even gotten that far? I don't know. Mm-hmm. Well, I just feel bad because it makes now people, liberal leaning people, look crazy and be like, yeah. oh, look, you guys are crazy and you love guns too. So it's like, right. I don't know. It just looks it just looks bad. <laughs> I know. How can he be so upset about a school shooting when he was literally about to commit like the same act? <laughs> yeah. Well, isn't it don't they always say like be be better than them? Like or like oh, what is that saying? It's like um Oh, you go Don't sink to their level or No, it's um when they go low, we go high or something. <laughs> Yeah, just like all of those. All of those. <laughs> all of those things. And all one. those. 
yeah <laughs> but yeah like honestly he's no better than what he's claiming to be like suicidal about mm-hmm. so yeah interesting hmm. that is that is kind of historical i know i mean it's i i think it's another kind of scare tactic for like the supreme court justices to like if they don't vote one way or say yes or no to something then they're going to be targeted but really i don't think any of them are i mean i think they even came out and said that they were not even they're not scared and they're not afraid they're going to make their decisions and it's just like i feel like we need to have that no matter what side it's on like just respect it and then vote (laughs) yeah that's why we have a democracy and not a um right you know uh we're not we're not fascists Mm -hmm. Well, because if we were, then we just don't say what I want. I'm going to shoot you. Right. Just like Putin and all of his enemy or his counterparts. He just kills them. (laughs) (laughs) If you Mm -hmm. you disagree with him, you're dead. Imagine living there. No, thanks. Mm hmm. And uh, oh my god, we're getting too deep. I can't handle it anymore. We got to dig ourselves (laughs) out and put her into park. All right. We're putting her into park. That's it for our stories today. We hope you guys enjoyed this episode of Crime on Tap. It's just another classic episode coming your way. Um, we're trying to make our episodes a little bit more bullet pointy, like to the point. We like to like go around the bush sometimes and like have deep conversations. Yes. But we're just keeping them light, keeping them to the daily or the the bi bi daily, <laughs> bi bi-week- weekly, bi weekly um, <laughs> um, Crime on Tap news. So. If you guys are enjoying our content, be sure to share with your share our podcast with your family and friends. Follow us on Instagram at Crime on Tap Pod. And be sure to listen to us on Apple, Spotify, the other ones. Tell your friends, families, and foes. Mm-hmm. Um, and hoes. Get that queen. <laughs> and hoes, yes. Friends, family, foes, and hoes. That's right. <laughs> Megan, I think we're up to like $25 now in our little anchors ads. But that took a lot, about two years to make. So I don't know what that, that margin is there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. When we get to 50, then we'll split it. Yeah. <laughs> well, alrighty. <laughs> we'll see you guys next time. Where crime crime's always, always on, on tap. tap. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> 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 <laughs>